Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic for today's episode is digital gratitude activities for Thanksgiving week. Next week's Thanksgiving, and I often find this a good time of the year to remind myself of the power of gratitude and being thankful. In fact, there are many studies that support the idea that gratitude improves our overall mental and physical health. The Mayo Clinic Health System website lists multiple benefits of being grateful. They write that expressing gratitude can help improve sleep, mood, and even immunity. It can decrease depression, anxiety, risk of disease, and even lessen the impact of chronic pain. Performing positive gestures causes our body to actually release oxytocin, sometimes called the love hormone. A New York Times article called Gratitude Really Is Good For You, Here's What the Science Shows, reinforces this, pointing out that expressing gratitude to those around you can boost relationships and help us to bond more closely together. Harvard Health Publishing from the Harvard Medical School states that giving thanks can make you happier. And a study at the University of Miami showed that people who wrote about gratitude on a daily basis were more optimistic, felt better about their lives, exercised more, and had fewer visits to the doctor than those who didn't. Wow, who wouldn't want these benefits, right? So this week, in the spirit of being thankful and grateful, I'm going to share with you 10 ways that you can bring gratefulness activities into your classroom using digital resources and tools. Here is your list of tips. Number one, create a virtual gratitude jar. Just like a physical jar, this is a place where students can drop in things that they're grateful for. One simple way to do this is to create a digital survey using Google or Microsoft Forms. Students use it to submit things that they're grateful for. Then you can share these lists with your students afterward. Number two, gratitude word clouds. Most of us have seen word clouds before, you know, those visual clusters of words arranged in a cloud on the page. The bigger the words get, the more often they've been shared. It's a great way to quickly see what classmates are grateful for. You could build off the gratitude jar idea mentioned in number one and dump the results of your digital surveys into a word cloud generator like wordart.com or the one found on the ABCYA website. Another word cloud generator I really like is Mentimeter. A big benefit of using Mentimeter is that you can both collect the ideas and also generate the word cloud all in one place. As students enter their ideas, the word cloud is instantly generated in real time. You can literally watch the words of gratitude grow on the screen as students add their ideas. Number three, gratitude slideshows. For this one, you can use your favorite digital slideshow program like PowerPoint or Google Slides. Of course, be sure the share settings are set to anyone with the link can edit and then have each student add a slide to represent what they are thankful for. You can share this virtually, or if you want to take the experience offline, you can have each student share their slide verbally with the class. The class could even give each other a celebratory clap after they share their slides to reinforce the good feelings connected with it. In other words, the students are showing gratitude for the gratitude presentations. That sounds like a double gratitude win to me. 
Number four, gratitude journals. This can be a place for personal reflection and an activity that can be extended beyond Thanksgiving week. Each day, you can have students write entries into the journal. These entries don't need to be long or take a lot of time. Students just take a moment to record things that they're grateful or thankful for on that particular day. It could be an interaction with a peer or a teacher, something that happened to them at home, a good score they got on an assignment, or anything else that makes them feel good on that particular day. If they're having an off day, they can go back and reflect on previous events and actions that they've recorded. This can all be done in a simple Google or Word document, and then you can decide if this gets shared or not. Number five, Classmate Showcase. This strategy involves students sharing what they value in each of their classmates. We all have assets, and this is a way to explicitly call them out and celebrate our positive attributes. It's a great way to not only express gratitude, but also to build a positive community of learners in your classroom. You could have the class do this with a digital slideshow, as mentioned earlier, or you could use a tool like Book Creator to have students write an ebook. Because these digital tools often allow for images, video, audio, and text, students can have lots of options for how they express themselves and share their ideas. Number six, gratitude image montage. Pictures are really powerful and easy to manipulate in digital spaces. To share gratitude with images, you could either have students draw or digitally create that image, or you could have them search the web to find images that represent things they're grateful for. They could even get images from their phones or bring them from home. The montage can be created with a wide variety of digital tools. You could once again use a slideshow, or you could have students use a video editing program to create a video montage, complete with transitions and captions and title overlays. Adobe Express and Canva offer free montage makers in their programs, and younger students can easily do this with tools like Seesaw. Number seven, appreciation webs. There are a lot of great brainstorm or mind mapping tools available that allow students to connect ideas together. A few of my favorites include MindMeister, Coggle, and Poplet. With any of these tools, students can create a bubble with their own name in it in the middle of the page and then brainstorm personal attributes around it. You could also do this as a full class where each student has a bubble on the page. Students can then add assets to any student's bubbles and also connect assets from one student to another. Maybe John and Sylvia are both artists. You could connect their artist bubbles together with connecting lines. There's lots of ways you could use mind mapping or webbing tools to celebrate student talents and strengths in your classroom. Number eight, appreciation notes. Students can use design software like Canva to design appreciation notes or cards. They can write notes to other students, telling them something that they admire about them or calling out a strength that they have. As a speech teacher, I might have had them do this after each presentation. What's something they did really well? It could even be to recognize an act of kindness they witnessed or experienced themselves. These notes could be shared virtually or they could be printed off and physically presented. Now with any activity like this, it's important that every student is recognized no student should be left out. They all have assets to be celebrated. So the teacher will need to design a system so that every student gets a note. This might mean assigning appreciation buddies or maybe appreciation groups. Number nine, 
fake social media posts. This activity combines students' interests in social media with gratitude and can help them think of social media as a place to spread positivity and compliments rather than insults and jealousies. In your classroom, you could use some of the many mock social media templates available online. Canva has a collection of social media templates that your students can use, and, and Matt Miller has some great Google Slide versions on his Ditch That Textbook website. Those are free as well. You might not even need a template. You could have students use their phones or iPads to record gratitude TikTok-style videos to share with the class. As with appreciation notes, students could create a post celebrating the positive attributes of a partner or an asset buddy. These posts could be inserted into a slideshow or printed to display on the wall. And number 10, an email home. A positive email home is a powerful thing. Taking the time to write a quick email to a parent or guardian, calling out something positive in their child, can have a really positive impact on that student. And it can even improve the relationship between the adult and the student in the home. I've seen some teachers create a checklist on their class lists, and then each evening they send out one or two quick emails. It doesn't have to take long, and the checklist ensures they don't miss anyone. Well, those are 10 ideas for you, but this is by no means an exhaustive list. There are nearly endless ways to show our gratitude, and they don't all have to include digital tools like the ones in this list. A face-to-face -face comment or compliment is a powerful thing. Regardless of your approach, I encourage you to think about how you can bring a feeling of gratitude to your classroom. And while we're on the theme of gratitude, I want to express my sincere appreciation for each of you involved in education. You are heroes, and you don't get the recognition you deserve. You shape young people's lives, and I'm grateful for each one of you. Thank you for all you do. You really do make a difference. To learn more about today's topic and explore other free resources, visit avidopenaccess.org. And of course, be sure to join Reno Winston and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we're joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening. Take care, and thanks for all you do. You make a difference. <laughs>